Thank you for joining the ESBC Podcast Network with the emphasis on in and the network where every single podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome, right? So the purpose really is to teach business. Uh, freedom is not free. The Chinese say that communism is better than capitalism because capitalists cannot collaborate. We're always competing against each other. John and I prove that 100%. That's not true. Him and I are getting all we have, all the business lessons we've learned, combined probably 90 years of successful business, doing well. And the outcome is, let's say, the sports betting podcast, where we're up 1,500%, right? Including last night, we told you that Andy Reid would have one more play than Mr. Stanley, and we made money on that Kansas City Chiefs game. So the outcome is, by listening to the podcast, you have 15 times more money than when you started with, right? Uh, another maximum in business is that if you're the toughest, strongest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I'm glad to have met one of the great uh, parts of 2021, a guy who's a lot smarter, a lot tougher than me, military man. I thank you for his service at Columbus, Ohio. Urban Meyer just got fired at $12 million job. He's going to yeah. be right here. Uh, just because somebody makes a lot of money doesn't mean they're smart or they have a lot of money. So thank you, John, for joining us and sharing your lessons with us. My pleasure. We always, uh, we're cut from the same cloth. Uh, well, that's why we hit it off so well, Josh. Uh, these discussions are, we have a lot of the same similar values, even though our life experiences are vastly different. Right. A lot of those core values and alignment, uh, entrepreneurial um, seizing opportunity. And then I always enjoy our discussions because we're going to look into topics that can be translated or interpreted or applied in so many different ways, but we both see the value in whatever topic we're going to be talking about. So I always enjoy our conversations. hundred percent. Thank you for true grit. I use that all the time and that's based on you. Uh, book isn't perfect as flaws, but true grit uh, has a lot of uh, great insight. So you can listen to all the podcasts and get uh, insight into business, right? Get insight into business and they're timeless. I think you can listen to this podcast through three years from now and get a business lesson, right? So before the podcast, we were talking about uh, three things that we're going to mention today about in business. Now, Companies that are diverse make 45% more free cash flow than companies that are non-diverse. But people don't understand diversity. I'll make sure I get that paper out. It's not just race, gender, disability. Mm -hmm. Right. Being something that we'll talk about at the end probably is being pragmatic. It's being open to execution, something that's going to make money with everybody has biases, but managing your biases as much as possible. Now, we started off the conversation today talking about intentionality. We get into things, but we gotta be specific. You gotta track. When I had my restaurant, I was blessed that Malcolm Glazer, uh, the deceased owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the son of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, didn't say, hi, hello, how you doing? He said, count every spoon, every fork, every knife. You know, now, I understand that more than ever. You have to be intentional and track everything, right? 
So I'm in Southern California. John's in the Midwest. So him right. and I have regional diversity. He military man. I wasn't in the, in the military. So we have that type of diversity, right? That's why this podcast is so rich. So what's your definition of intentionality? And, and link it to business in the conversations you've been having this week with clients. Yeah, so we just recorded this morning two episodes of the Heroic Experience. It's my weekly show. That and we'll have uh, a link to it. Oh, in the episode uh, notes where people can. Uh, okay. And, and yeah, so it, the easiest place to get it is YouTube on our YouTube channel. But ever, the two common themes, one of them today, both guests, was intentionality. And what I link that to, there's plenty of books that, uh, that talk about it, that you can learn about it. I think uh, the one that I appreciate and enjoyed the most this past year of all the books I read, and I read about, about 60 plus books this year. Wow. Was the Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Uh, that, oh, that was the strongest intentionality book I think I read this year. Well, we've had 30 weeks of profit mm. on the sports betting account podcast when i talk about compounding right We're compounding our knowledge of andy reed for 30 straight weeks in the nfl to get that darren hardy compound yeah yeah so intentionality i link to execution and we i know we've talked about this subject before where I, right. ideation is great innovation is fantastic I got a great book back there called execution or 30 years ago yeah i think it's IBM guys or whatever but execution is for me, it was in catering, where I had a trusted employee taking on the food, taking care of everything. Execution was calling to make sure that he showed up, that everything's running smoothly three or four times, because the devil's in the detail, and unless you're independently wealthy, things could go south fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you'll find with people who are independently wealthy and highly successful, they do mind the P's and Q's and the small details. Right. They're very intentional about that because they know that's where the wheels start to fall off. The wheels don't fall off there. They start to kind of rub a little bit and have issues. And, and then before you know it, all of a sudden, quote unquote, all of a sudden the wheels fall off. Well, it, it, it doesn't happen overnight, just like success. Massive success doesn't happen overnight. So many things have to be in place that have to be from intentional action to lead up to that. Right. Just like intentional ignoring of things that are leading up to massive things going wrong. Intentionality, you can be intentional about ignoring or you can be intentional about paying attention and taking specific steps towards where you wanna go. And that's what I see as a common thing amongst leaders that can help transform or maximize the right. achievements of an organization is that they're highly intentional about their time, about their energy, about their relationships, and about their decision making. And that makes a difference compounded over time and action upon action and decision upon decision, relationship upon relationship. So intentionality is a huge key. Whether you're intentional or not, your 10,000 decisions you've made in your life compounded over and over again and something different too. I remember listening to Rush Limbaugh. Mm -hmm. He said that to notice the difference between a white and a black person, you need a microscope. We're so much more the same than we are different. Yes. So being intentional and being specific of what you want, you're not the only person that wants those things. 
and they're in your head for a reason. They came from somewhere. Right. So specific is terrific. So you communicate better, the more specific mm-hmm. and intentional you are. Now, it's always better to be lucky than good. We have the great fortune of uh, being in the richest country in the history of mankind, right? We just had 10 trillion in stimulus, $100 trillion market for, by comparison, Russia is 1.5 trillion. The U.S. market is 100 times bigger uh, than Russia, right? Wow. Bigger than China, even though China has uh, about five times more people than we do, mm-hmm. right? So we get the luxury that you don't have to be the smartest or the brightest. You just have to have that true grit show up until it happens. So being intentional about it, because you have to have a plan for your money, right? Uh, right now, trust the Farians, people with a lot of wealth that were given to them are, you know, going into depression. A lot of them are being communist because they feel it's unfair, survival guilt, it is because they do not have a specific plan for the money. 80% of people that win the lottery end up broke. 80% of professional athletes end up broke. They don't have a plan and intention, Mm -hmm. right, for their money. Yes. Yeah. Planning is a huge part of intentionality. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So something that I've been seeing a lot lately, and you brought up, is the fact that uh, John Wooden and his book, right? He won a lot of titles and then he got into giving advice, business advice. And the best advice, in my opinion, he gave is that balance is the most important word in the English language, right? Balance, eating, exercising. Uh, There's no work-life balance, just work-life harmony, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have to outwork a lot of people, like I said, we all think about this. We're all doing the same way. So you have to out-hustle, true grit, outlast. It's a battle of nutrition, the competition, all right? But you have to pay attention to uh, being balanced. So one way that some people have a problem with, both ways, right? Uh, yeah, the rich guy, that ends up alone. So he's right. alone, depressed, he's rich, because he didn't have any balance at all. He didn't, he didn't know how to maintain social relationships because yeah. what you do socially is the opposite in business. Something that's right in business is wrong social, right? Uh, I gave $100 to my niece on their seat again. Bad business, but she's my niece. Social was the right thing to do from a social standpoint, not a business standpoint. Mm. So it's important to have that balance. If you're too nice, people will walk over you. But if you're too much of a, of a jerk, you end up like that rich guy alone. So you have to have that balance that you're not so much of an a-hole that you're not approachable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, another theme that came up in the conversations on the radio shows today was that the, the most effective leaders that continue to grow their impact are the ones who are humble. Humble is a word that depending on how you understand it, how you've heard it before, how you apply it, what definition you think goes with it. Uh, People can automatically think humility or humble is a doormat. But instead, I have 
been around people that are massively successful and humble. And the common element I see attached to that element of humility, that character trait, is that they're always learning. They, they never assume that they know it all. They're always looking to learn. And of course, they're going to add more value to people and have massive impact because they're always gaining from the people around them. You said at the beginning of the show, Josh, you said that you know the, the, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So even though these people have massive impact and are highly successful and have a network of tremendous net worth, um, they never act like it because they always want to be learning. They always want to be able to equip others. And you're not going to be able to do that if you come in with a, I know it all. It's all about me. That's the opposite of humility. Uh, There's a difference between confidence and arrogance, confidence and pride. Confidence is I know I can add value. I know that there's things that I can learn and benefit from. So of course, I'm going to add those things to my life. But confidence is often based off what you know you have achieved, feedback from others you you respect, from mentors and such. That's a confidence level. Um, And it's self-belief in things that are tangible. uh, But arrogance is something that kind of puffs up. And and when that bubble gets popped, uh, and it will, uh, I hope, if that bubble right. gets popped, then then you see this deflation of somebody because they were building themselves up bigger than what they were. What's ironic is that the ones who are humble, that are always learning, that are hungry to learn and grow, they're they're not inflating. They're growing, and it's growing that there's no bubble to pop. They just continue to grow and expand because it's not all about them, and it's not a false um, exaggeration of themselves. It's real. And you can see that. You can tell, Josh, when you're around people who are genuine, who are hungry to learn and hungry to grow, looking to add value to others. To me, that's kind of humility flushed out. I think that's what it looks like. Humility in Columbus, Ohio, is different than Tampa, Florida, (laughs) or New York City. So you have to plug it in to where where you're at. Uh, You know, the South has a very comfortable approach that yeah. I'm going to say humble, but it's really not. It's just the culture, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you have to understand the culture there is, again, got to be specific. It's terrific. Specifically, what are your goals? And then tracking. So you go, because once you track, then you have pattern recognition and also authenticity and transparency with the right people. Yes. People. Yes. Right people. Absolutely. So you can't be authentic. And you can't be transparent with the wrong person because they'll right. steal your ideas, they'll take you to court, whatever. Yep. But with the right people, you have to differentiate, yeah. right? You have to be transparent and authentic. Yep. Right. Uh, it's very important part of. Uh, I, yeah, I really don't like that word humble because it it it, it kind of uh, conveys in certain part of the country weakness. Right. So we're going to take an unnecessary shot, at but uh, not be such a jerk that you're not approachable and not overestimate decisions. Because uh, we'll close with this. I'll ask you this, because in 30 years, including I've made this mistake, not for long, but I did make it. Uh, I never met a business owner who did not overpay himself <laughs> or herself. When you look at the books and you see uh, the value they're providing or what they are as the CEO and their founder, they always overpay themselves. God bless them. It's America. 
but we tend to overestimate their decisions. That's why in sports betting, you never bet your own team. You never bet on your own kid because you're going to overestimate yeah. the emotions involved. Yes. Uh, people overestimate the value of their com- company when they go to sell it. Right. Right. So people overestimate decisions. What are your thoughts, John? Yeah, boy, the overestimation piece, uh, especially when you're attaching dollars and cents to it. Uh, I like to estimate in, in bands. I like to estimate in conservative, moderate, and aggressive because uh, what they've seen in human nature is if you put out three options, people will most likely settle for the middle, whether you're giving them a proposal of something to buy into or whether you're projecting something of this is what I think it's going to do. I think this is the low end. I think this is the high end. You're usually going to settle somewhere in the middle and right. that removes the emotion out of it. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of value to that. Uh, and depending on what market you're in, like, you know, how fast paced and how things are priced in different parts of the country, what, what seems, uh, and you've got to base it on where you're at because a, a conservative estimate in the Midwest is very different than a conservative estimate in New York city or out West. So you've really got us to adjust to whatever you're in, but still, I think you can do a conservative, a moderate and an aggressive in any market. The numbers will be different. The details will be different. You will know everything. Nah, it'll always be different because no one place is ever the same. You'll have regions that are similar, but you're never going to have exactly the same factors, just like you'll never be able to exactly copy someone else. You can clone them and everything, but it's not the DNA code that you're duplicating. It's the person and you can't do that. Right. Yeah. And uh, never stop learning because life never stops uh, teaching. And next month for 2022, let's do the disc profile because it, it kind of is the next level of kind of under, understanding uh, a preview of it is the dominant personality mm. who's short that I've made a lot of money uh, sending uh, emails. Not I call them the magic nine word email. Never yeah. sent personality, which is the personality that send, makes the most money, an email more than nine words. They're fast, they're quick, they want the information, they're bottom line type people. So you get into that where you got to be borderline jerk in business. But it's the opposite, social. In the disc profile, you and I can spend, we can write a book on but we're going to give you a podcast that's going to make you a lot of money. Last words, John Hansen. Well, to all those listening, however you celebrate, I hope you have a memorable and enjoyable holiday because you talked about this. You talked about harmony. Um, right. No matter what social media will tell you, and they're really good about telling you this, you can't hustle yeah. until the day you die. You can't hustle 24-7. You can't hustle and grind. Part of taking care of, of the opportunities and the people that are and the business relationships that are important in your life, the very best place to start is by taking care of yourself. So take just a little bit of time. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy those that are close to you because that's going to give you the fuel you need to start hitting things hard in 2022. Yes. Take a deep breath. Today is December 17th, whatever day it is. Be mindful, be present, because, man, time goes by so fast. Boom. Yes. And it's not religion or philanthropy. Nope. It's it's business. The more you give, the more you get back. And like Sir Winston Churchill said, got us through World War II. 
You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. Use the information we're taking to beat the Chinese and capitalism or communism.